listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. One. Win championships, you've got to have a championship organization. Brexit. What a pass to Anders. A cane follow. Boy, branch fires. He converts. Rhymes again. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pod Slam Jamma presented by Apollo Media, all Houston, all original. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Andy Yanez, and I covered the past two seasons of the University of Houston men's basketball team for the Daily Cougar at the student newspaper. And currently I'm over here with Apollo Media working uh, with Pod Slam Jamma, and you can find me on Twitter at Ayanis underscore five, and I'll toss it over to my second host. And I'm your second host with the most, Dayon Dunlap, the color commentator for all UH women's basketball. Also do play-by-play for Texan Live, Legacy Sportsnet, and Vibe. I'm covering all Houston high school sports throughout the Houston area. And you can find me on Twitter at Dayon Dunlap. That's at D-A-Y-O-N-D-U-N-L-A-P. And be sure to follow official Apollo Media account. That's at Apollo, H-O-U as well as hitting the subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. We greatly appreciate it. And Dayon, today we have a special guest for our episode, Emmanuel Sharp from Tampa, Florida, currently at Bishop Mc... Uh, Emmanuel, you're going to have to help me with this. How do you say <laughs> Bishop Mc... McLaughlin. 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 Yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you're ending your junior season there, correct? Yes, I am. All right. And we have you on the show because recently you are the first commit for the University of Houston for the upcoming 2022-23 season. Uh, Dayon, I'll let you toss. I'll let you have the first question. But Emmanuel, thank you for joining us. Like we mentioned off there, we really appreciate your time and sorry for the for the crazy um, introduction to us. No, that's cool. That's cool. Thank you for having me. Well, Manuel, I mean, before we start, congratulations to becoming part of the Cougar family. Um, welcome. We're going to love you here. You're going to love Houston. But just kind of give us um, a blueprint of who you are. I saw that you were born in Israel. So just tell us a little bit and tell Houston fans a little bit about who you are, not only as a basketball player, but just as a person. Yeah, so I was born and I grew up in Israel. With, with my, home, my whole family, everybody in my family was born in Israel except my youngest brother. He's seven. He was born here. So I grew up there. Both my parents played professionally, my dad and my mom. And then once my dad retired, we both moved to Florida. And then that was in fourth grade. And then all up until now, I've been playing here. I went I went back to Israel last summer or two summers ago to play for the Israeli national team. And then this coming up summer, I got injured and I just decided that it was time for me to commit because I found the school that I wanted and I found that in Houston. Before, before we get into the decision, I know you said your parents played professionally. At what age could you beat your pops, man? I got to ask that question. What age? I don't know. We never really got to play a full game of one-on-one because he always had the bad knees. So it kind of <laughs> got to a point where we weren't able to play. But I, when I was younger, I, I don't think I ever beat him. Okay, okay, okay. 
So, Emmanuel, c- coming towards the, the UH perspective, I mean, I got to ask, why commit to Houston so early in, in the recruiting process? Because just after all these schools recruiting me, I see what each school has to offer. And when it came to Houston, I just I found what I needed in the coaching staff in the school. The team is just they got the whole package with Coach Sampson and the rest of the coaching staff. And it's just a great school. And I love what they're doing there. And they got a plan for me and the team for me to come in and contribute. And it's just a great opportunity. You know, what you just said right there, the Houston has the whole package is something you've said before. I'm curious when, when it comes to the Cougars program and how they recruited you, was there any message in particular that, that stood out from them or was it just you watching them, especially this past, you know, the run they made to the final four? What, what kind of made you have that final decision? I mean, just, just watching how close the coaching staff was like, they're all, they're all a family. And that's the, that's a, that's what I wanted to be a part of. And just this, the tournament, this coming year was, uh, it made me pay attention to Houston a lot more and just the type of coach that coach Simpson was in the team and their play style. And I just, I really liked it. What were some of the other, some of your other college choices that you chose Houston over? Uh, it was ultimately at the end, it was probably over Iona and Louisville. Those were probably my top, my top other two picks. Okay. And you mentioned Coach Sampson. And I mean, if you've been watching the Houston program and even following Coach Sampson's career, he's been very successful coaching guards. So yeah. what was it about just that? And just, he's a hard coach from what I've heard. I've seen a couple practices, so he coaches really hard. I know I'm sure you have a good work ethic, especially with your father and your mother playing professionally. So what was it specifically about Coach Sampson and his ability to get the best out of you that made you choose Houston? Yeah, so just from when he first contacted me, he told me that he reminded me of some of the players that he's trained and coached before. And he just thought it would be the perfect fit for me to come into that program to where he could help me with my guard skills. And just, he's a hard coach and that's what I need at the next level. You know, Derek, when it comes to the U of H program right now, obviously they're off the heels of the final four run. I'm curious, was there any player in particular that from this past season that you watch from U of H and maybe, you know, he stands out to you or you kind of see yourself being in their shoes in the coming years once you join the program? Uh, I definitely, I definitely was watching Quentin Grimes a lot in the tournament. Like just seeing his ability to make shots and use his size to get to his spots on the floor. It was just, I got to see how much freedom he had on the floor and just not just him, but the rest of the team and how they utilized their guard play and how they were dean up on defense. And it's just, it's great. And you can, it brought them far in the tournament. And that's, that's what makes a good program. Carl Crimson always talks about family and culture. And um, I had a Zoom call earlier today where he mentioned how he doesn't necessarily, really at all, pay attention to rankings or four stars, five stars. It's all about fit to him. And so my question is, what part of your game you feel like will fit within the Houston culture what are the best attributes to your game? Like for some of the Houston fans who hadn't seen you play yet, just kind of describe you as a player. What do you feel would you be able to excel at once you get into Houston, into the program? Well, I'm a, I'm a big guard. I say a combo guard that can, that can score at all three levels and can also create for his teammates and myself. And I, I think I just make everybody around me better. Like my ability to, put the ball in the basket and get the ball in other people's hands is what makes, it just makes me, me. And I think that will fit really well in 
at Houston doing that. You know, when it, when it comes to Houston, obviously they're in the American Athletic Conference. And Emmanuel, I have to ask you about your dad who played for the University of South Florida, USF. Uh, was there any, I wouldn't say any influence, but did, what did your dad have to say about your decision to go to Houston, especially since, you know, you'll probably see uh, USF at least once every season? I mean, he didn't put any pressure on me to go to a certain school. He was he was open to let me choose whatever school I thought fit best for me. And that's exactly what I thought, too. Like, I should pick a school based on my personal preference, not, like, based on other people's opinions or, like, how they influence me. So it didn't really have any influence on where I was going to school at the end. Also, I mean, you, your father played professionally. What? How did your father, also your mother as well, what age did they put the ball into your hands? When did you fall in love with the game? And just just being around a professional work ethic is kind of a three-part question. What just what did you learn from being around a pro- pro- professional basketball? You know, I've had the ball in my hands since I was in diapers. Like, I was born into a basketball family. That's all I knew when I was growing up. Like, just going to the games, being around that type of environment, it shaped me to be the type of player that I am today. Like, going to the practices, and just being around the pro players, it gave me a, a feel of what it would be like in the future for me. And I think that really helped. Coming right up on Pod Slime Jamma, we'll continue our conversation with Emmanuel Sharp, the first commit for the University of Houston Cougars in the 2022-23 class. Looking for a better way to rep H-Town? Be sure to check out ApolloHOU.com for Astros and Rockets apparel you can't find anywhere else. Use promo code LAUNCH for 10% off at checkout. Apollo HOU, all Houston, all original. Welcome back in to Pod Slam We have Emmanuel Sharp with us, the first commit from the University of Houston. And then he said he had a basketball in his hand since she wore diapers. And um, I know you said you didn't really get a chance to play your father, but talk to us a little about your mother and um, what you learned from her as a basketball player, as a basketball family. Well, I know how my mom plays. She's a very tough player. And she instilled that in me and my brothers when we were growing up, like just to be tough and to be gritty on the court because that's the type of player that she was when she played. Like she was tough. She used to bang down there with all the other players. And she would she engraved that in our heads when we were growing up, like not to back down and like always, always be tough and hard on the court and play some hard-nosed basketball. And I think that helped me when I was growing up. That's interesting, Emmanuel. Um, I kind of a follow-up on that, but you know, either a lesson from either your father or your mother, but what what has advice that they have given you kind of stands out now that you're about to, you still have one more season in high school, but right before you embark on this journey that, you know, whatever your aspirations are, what's the big advice that they've given you? Well, the biggest advice they've given me is just to stay confident and and work hard. Like those are the top two things that you should stay, stay confident in yourself and your game. And if you, as long as you put in the work, it's going to show on the court when you play. Who are some of the players um, that you model your game after professionally or collegially? You may follow, you know, college players, NBA players. Who are some players that you can see, okay, kind of model your game after theirs? I don't really model my game after, but I can see, like, I've seen some of the comparisons that people have made for me with Isaiah Briscoe and James Harden and Damian Lillard. Like, those are 
those are some of the few players that I've been compared to. Well, that's that's an interesting comparison. So let, let's talk a little bit more about the, this past season. You just had your junior season. Uh, mm-hmm. I just saw from 247 Sports, they, they say here that you average 24, almost 25 points a game, 3.9 assists, and, and about two and a half rebounds. Um, I mean, give me a, the scoop. What the past season, how did you feel you played and really how, how'd it go? Especially in how crazy it was with like all COVID and stuff. Yeah, I, I think I had a pretty good season. Like I was, I and I came, I injured myself in the preseason and I came back from my broken hand in December and I still had a great season. Not just personally, but as a team, we had a great season. We got, we got all the way to the state finals. And we lost, unfortunately, but it was a good season for for my whole team. Like me, me and Dylan got to play with each other this year, and I think it helped with our chemistry transitioning into the summer. And I think just due to all the complications with my injuries and COVID, I think it was a great season. What are some of the things you're looking to build on as far as your skill set coming into your senior season? What are some of the things in your game that you want to work on and get better at? Well, definitely improve my body and my conditioning and also improving my handles and my shot consistency consistency you know we we mentioned before how you know currently you're you're in tampa so um kind of going back to to really what was the first time that you kind of heard about houston and did they reach out to you or or did you already know about houston before they did no so i I first heard from Houston when coach Sampson called my dad in the, like early in the recruitment process, like right when the, the live period started, what was it like during COVID, like right when COVID started, they allowed college coaches to call. And Samson was one of the college coaches that had talked to my dad earlier. And I like, I didn't think of it, of it that much, like at the time, because it wasn't like a constant like conversation with me and coach Sampson, but when he, when they started recruiting me more, like recently I got to know the school more and I got to see Houston for what it really was. Have you had a chance to talk to any of the current players on the roster or some of the other coaches um, on the coaching staff? Or so how'd that conversation go? I haven't talked to any of the players, but I talked to, I've talked to most of the coaches on the coaching staff and it's just, it's positive, positive conversation. They're excited to have me, and I'm excited to, to get there. You know, Emmanuel, like uh, Dayon said earlier today, actually, that we're recording this on a Friday, uh, Kelvin Sampson spoke to, to reporters and just mentioned about the, the new acquisitions they had to the coaching staff, and he talked a little bit about the recruits. And one thing that Kelvin Sampson said that is that he, the U of H staff doesn't necessarily base their recruits or anything off of you know, rankings, like I mentioned, I think on 247 Sports or, or Rivals, one of them, they have you like a four-star recruit. Uh, but that's not really what, what sticks out to Houston. Uh, what sticks out for them is, first of all, like you obviously when it comes to basketball talent, but second is, you know, fit. Do they see you as a fit in their program? And, you know, going back to how early you committed, you, you seem dead set that this is the place that's going to be the best for not only your college career, but whatever you want to do after that. Yeah, I mean, it's good that they that they don't do their recruiting that way because that's not because it can be misleading. Like, so it's 
it's mostly based off politics, I think, with rankings. And there's a, a bunch of great players that aren't ranked the highest. And if that was the case for schools to just recruit the highest ranked players, there would be a lot of great players that go unlooked. So I think it's good that Houston is recruiting that way. And it turned out great for me that they that they looked at me not for what my ranking was, but for the actual player that I was. And, you know, just with me committing, it's worked out for the best. I want to talk to you a little bit about just just more of you off the court. What are some of the things that you into off the court? I mean, we talked a little before story telling me some of the artists you listen to, but do you are you into video games? Um, what are some of the things because in today's climate, it's all about branding. And I love that for not only high school athletes, but college athletes, you can start your brand right now. And when you get to college and eventually the pro, it's not so you have your own brand and you can kind of monitor yourself. So just tell us a little bit about yourself and some of the things that you're into. I mean, I'm a big music guy. I love music. Uh, I love video games too. And just like hanging out with my friends. I love that. And, you know, I love, I'm an artist too. In my, at my old school, I was in the performing arts program and I, in the, in the art program. And so I love to draw and stuff like that. But yeah, I love music. What's your, uh, Oh, my bad. Dan. Are you good? I was just going to say Houston has a, a, a good arts district and good museum. So I think you'll love that about Houston and you get to see some of the museums whenever you get here to Houston. Um, what kind of art do you like to do? Do you draw with pencils or what kind of art do you do? Any, any type of art, really. Like when I was in the art program, they had me doing like all like different types of art. And I was also doing photography. I love photography, but just drawing with pencils, crayons, colors, ink, like paintings, all that stuff is great for me. Yeah, Emmanuel, I was going to follow up with what you said before about video games. What's your go-to video game? Uh, I love Call of Duty, Apex, uh, Mortal Kombat, uh, Madden. I'm a, I'm a big Madden guy. Madden, I, I play Madden way more than I play 2K. <laughs> What's your, uh, do you play Madden online? Yeah. What's your uh, rank? Are you ranked in Madden or, or yeah, I believe like they have rankings, right? If you play like one-on-ones in the uh, online thing, like the exhibition thing, uh, matches they have. Oh, I don't know. Actually, I, like, I don't know. Like, I didn't even know they had rankings. <laughs> what system are you on? You on Xbox or PlayStation? No way. PlayStation is the way to go for sure. PlayStation. Okay. I, I was just checking. I was just checking. <laughs> Are you? Did you ever play football? If not, if you can play football, do you watch football? Who's some of your favorite football teams or football players? I do play football. I mean, I not, I used to play football when I was younger. I used to play flag football, but my dad's not really into tackle football, so I never really got into it like that. But I do love playing. I love watching football. I love I love Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's probably my favorite NFL player. You know, you're in Tampa. What did you think about the Buccaneers' uh, Super Bowl run? I mean, it was great. It was great to have a good team for once. It's been a long time since we had something like that. So it was good for the for the city. Well, when when you come to Houston, you might want to still be a fan of the Buccaneers because the Texans are kind <laughs> the Texans are kind of <laughs> rough right now. <laughs> yeah. Coming right up on Pod Slime Pajama, we continue our conversation with Emmanuel Sharp, the first commit for the University of Houston's class of 2022-23. 
Looking for a better way to rep H-Town? Be sure to check out ApolloHOU.com for Astros and Rockets apparel you can't find anywhere else. Use promo code LAUNCH for 10% off at checkout. Apollo HOU. All Houston. All original. Let's continue on our conversation with the first commit, class of 22, Emmanuel Sharp, out of Florida. And he says he's pretty good in Madden. Whenever he comes to Houston, I'm going to have to test those skills out, see if he's really as good as he say he is. But this interesting, just continue our basketball talk. I know you said that you've made, made comparison to Damian Lillard. The NBA playoffs is coming up. Any team that you feel out of favor, you know, what do you feel about like superstars joining superstars as far as like in the NBA, how it is now? I mean, I don't see the problem with it. I don't, I don't, I don't get why everybody hates on players that go to good teams. Like they act like Michael Jordan wasn't on one of the greatest teams of all time, but in the playoffs, probably the Brooklyn Nets, if they can get healthy and get James Harden, Curry and KD, all on the court at the same time, I would have them winning it. But I also got the Lakers getting pretty far. Yo, Emmanuel, one thing that sticks out to me just listening to you talk and Dayon, you can you can tell me if you agree, but you know, you sound really uh mature and sure of yourself. Is that something that you kind of feel like it, it comes from like seeing your your dad and your mom and kind of model yourself after them? Or or what do you feel? How do you how do you feel like you are in terms of maturity? I mean, they've, they've raised me the right way. I mean, I would say that I'm a pretty mature person and kept well together. And I think that helps me on the basketball court too. Like having the right mindset going into games, having a good IQ and just me being around the game for so long. I know it well and they've taught me well, not just in basketball, but about life and it. It's really helped me. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. You definitely sound very mature. You know, we always talk about the good, but what is something, I don't want to say bad maybe about your game, but what is something that you feel like isn't a strength, but you're working mightily to build on, or maybe something your mom or your dad is like, ah, yeah, I need, you got to get better at that, especially before your senior season or the next level. I mean, the most criticism I've gotten over the years is about my body and just getting it more tone and adding more muscle onto my body. But that's pretty much like the most keen thing that I have to be on and this upcoming year and going into Houston. Is it, do you, do you have, what do you like to eat a lot of junk food? I mean, you're young right now. To me, I think that in my personal opinion from being around athletes, I think with time, it, it, it's going to, you're going to just naturally get more bigger and stronger. So I think from my opinion, I don't want to, I'm not a nutrition, I'm not a coach, but I think you have time for that. But is it, do you think it's just naturally your genetics because you just naturally build or, or are you like Ocho? I don't know if you watch I Am Athlete Podcast, Ocho versus <laughs> Science. <laughs> you eat McDonald's or what's your thing on that? No, I mean, I agree with you. Like, like how a lot of athletes have terrible diets, like, but it's just, sometimes it's just genetics. Like my teammate can eat junk food all day and then he'll walk on the court and do 360 windmills without even warming up. And then there's some people like me that I have a great diet. Like I, I'm mostly vegetarian. I eat a lot of lettuce. I'm on a great lifestyle with my food. I don't eat junk food. Maybe, maybe once a month I eat junk food, but not really. I, I'm on a great diet. And, but I'm, I think I'm just naturally a bigger person. Like it's, it's in my genetics, but I think it's, it's, it's all different for different people. Yeah, I agree. And I'm actually a vegan. I've been vegan for like two years, but I started the process 
in 2016, I started out vegetarian and kind of transitioned. So whenever you come to Houston, I can definitely show you some good spots. But Houston it has their own nutrition program. I know you won't need me, but we can. I definitely yeah. put you down on some good, good, um, good stuff. So sounds like you're you're on the other side of ultra versus science. <laughs> yeah, man. Bishop, Bishop's gonna come for your head day on if he hears you <laughs> encouraging him to eat junk food. But, no, no, um, I said vegan, vegan, healthy oh, food. No, Coach no, no, Bishop. I know Coach Bishop. I got you. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Uh, Adam Bishop's probably one of the best uh, team nutrition that honestly, probably around the college basketball that that you could probably find. But Emmanuel, I wanted to go back to what you said about, you know, your interest in performing, performing arts and just arts in general. Do you and I know this is still way too early, but do you have like in mind what you want to do when, when like in terms of like a major or anything like that? No, I haven't. I haven't really thought about it, but I need to start thinking about it. My mom's been on me a lot about it, but I haven't really thought of what I wanted to do. But I'm a, I'm gonna figure it out. Is there anything in particular that you're interested in? Like you mentioned, performing arts and arts in general. Is there anything else? Uh, I mean, I like science, but if I were to do something, it would probably be around like science or performing arts. You know, he's sponsored by Jordan. Um, did they yeah. that have any um, thing? Because, you know, nowadays people, you know, you want to look good. You know, Dion said you look good, you feel good, you play good, they pay good. And um, what's your preference? Who you like to hoop in? What do you like to hoop in as far as like right now? I know when you get to Houston, you'd be in Jordan, obviously. But what's your yeah. choice of shooting right now? What do you hoop in? Definitely Kobe's. Kobe's are these shoes to wear right now, I think. Those are my favorite shoes. My, my EYBL Kobe's that came out last year. I rocked them every game this year, mostly, but they're just, they're so comfortable. You have any superstitions? Are you superstitions at all? No, I don't have superstitions. I'm just like, I just love to shoot that much. How many siblings siblings do you have? I know you said you have a basketball family. You mentioned um, your brother. Are you the oldest child or how many siblings do you have? No, I I have four siblings. I'm the middle child. I have my youngest brother, seven. I have a younger sister, and then I have an older brother who's 19, and then my oldest brother plays professionally in Israel. I know we asked, could you beat your, your dad, but can you beat your brother, your oldest brother that you just mentioned is overseas? Yeah, yeah, we, we've played one-on-one. I mean, it's kind of a back-and-forth thing because he's, he's good, too, so we, we beat each other. I'm going to have to check with Big Bro on that one. <laughs> yeah, Manuel, your whole uh, family seems, seems like a, a family of athletes. Uh, how uh, competitive does it get? Not just in like with sports or anything, but just being around them all the time. Is, are there? Do you guys like fight a lot? Is it not like for, I mean like play fight, obviously, but like you know what? What's your relationship like in the house, like with the family and stuff like that? You know, with brothers, it's always competitive. Like, it's going to be competitive with everything, not just basketball. Like, who can get to the kitchen the fastest? And who who going to get to the food first? Like, everything is a competition. And I, and it's been like that since we were younger, like, with basketball, too. It, like, whenever we play one-on-ones, you know it's going to get heated. Who's are some of your inspirations growing up? I see on your um, bio on your Twitter, you say, you do this for me, Ma. So who are some of the people that inspire you to keep going every day? Yeah, that my late grandmother, she passed away from breast cancer. And, you know, but also my dad, too, growing up was my inspiration. Like watching him playing on the court. I wanted to be just like him when I was older. 
Well, you, you mentioned that you touched on it a little bit, Emmanuel, but, you know, you still have your senior year in high school to go as you move forward and, and 22 gets closer, the fall of 22 gets closer. Um, what are you looking forward to? Not not just in basketball per se, but before you get to U of H, is there something like you're that you're looking forward to the most or are you just waiting for it to, to go by? No, I mean, before I get to Houston, the main priority is to get healthy with my leg, when I get this cast off to start my rehab and physical therapy and just to get my leg back to what it was before I got injured and just to get it to a hundred percent so that I'm ready for the college level. And for our followers who don't, who didn't know, I mean, what actually happened to your leg? I know we talked a little bit about for before we started and um, just walk them through exactly what happened and what like the process of you going to get back healthy. So it happened like two weeks ago. I was, I was just at an open run and I, I jumped and I got hit midair and I just landed awkwardly and I just landed on my ankle and it, and it got dislocated. I dislocated my ankle, tore some ligaments and broke my fibula. And so I went to the hospital, they put it back in place and I had to get surgery for them to put the bone back in place and put some plates in my leg. And I got the cast on for two weeks now and I got three more weeks my appointments in June to get it off and as, as soon as I get the cast off I'll be right right into physical therapy I gotta get my ankle back stronger and get the rest of my leg stronger so are you are you aiming to be back you know by the start of your senior season or are you taking it more uh, slowly and just focusing on making sure that it's 100 percent I'm definitely I'm definitely taking it a slower approach to it because there's no rush to get back to the high school season. I'm just, I'm trying to get as healthy as I can and get my leg back. I'm not, I'm not trying to rush into the season or anything like that because there's risks that come with that. So I just want to take the full uh, process and rehab correctly and not rush into anything. One thing that you will hear a lot about when you make it to Houston is culture, culture, culture about the Houston men's basketball team. Just tell the fans, um, some of your future teammates, who are they going to get when Emmanuel Sharp steps on the basketball court in between those lines? A competitor. They're going to get a competitor and a player that has great offensive ability and will help the team in every way possible. It's just I'm going to go out there and compete every night and help my teammates and win with my teammates. Nah, that's great, man. Again, we really appreciate you, man, for taking the time out to chop it up with us, man. Thank you so much. Thank your father, your entire family. I will, will hope you um you get well soon. Wish you nothing but the best in your future, and I look forward to you joining the Cougar family. Thank you for having me. For sure, with Dayon said, and and once again, I'm sorry for for the slow start and how uh, jumbled up we were but like Dayon said we really appreciate you joining and taking the time and that's going to do it for today's episode so if you haven't done so already please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast and be sure to follow at Apollo H-O-U for blogs, merch video podcasts and more original huge sports content found not found anywhere else as always thank you so much for listening and we look forward to having you back on our next episode of Pod Slamajama covering your University of Houston Cougars